0: Confessional, your weekly Devo podcast. My name is Jeff Gokey and I am so happy that you have tuned in today. Welcome to episode number 22. Uh, this week has been a really fun week. Uh, my wife uh uh, had her birthday on Monday and then she took off to Canada on Tuesday. so she's still in Canada. I record these all, all these podcasts on Friday. and so uh, but she's been away all week. this week has just been nuts, crazy. Uh, work, appointments, taking the kids to school, picking them up, making sure somebody you know somebody's here, all that craziness. And uh, I had this moment last night where I just was like so grateful for my wife and all she does and all she sacrifices uh, for us and for our family, for me. But just, you know, it's sometimes you get those perspectives when you slow down a little bit, like, man, she does this every day. <laughs> it's a lot of work. So anyway, feeling very grateful um, for her today. Um, Patty and I met in college. We we met and we were like buddies. We were like best buddies. So I met my freshman year, her sophomore year, and we just became really good buddies. We bonded over kind of, I, I believe, a little bit of rebellion. Like we went to a Moody Bible Institute, pretty strict school. And I think Patty and I just really enjoyed kind of that, how can we, you know, break all the rules and all that kind of stuff. So I think we enjoyed kind of Uh, trying to figure out ways around loopholes and all these different things at school. And so we kind of bonded over that kind of rebellious, you know, college life or whatever. Uh, And we also used to go to thrift stores and we just genuinely enjoyed being together, hanging out. And halfway through my freshman year, uh, we kind of went like, man, it's been awesome being friends. So why don't we just date? And so I think for us, we, we took our friendship and we just extended it. And I would say that's still the case today. And we just extended it and was like, well, why don't we just date? Um, that first summer after my freshman year, um, I went home. And it was during that time that Patty and I were away that we really started to come to probably understand like, oh, my gosh. I miss her so, so much. I mean, I miss her so much. And I think for both of us, there was just this desire to be together, to talk on the phone. You know, we couldn't text each other. I mean, we had to call on a landline. We wrote each other notes. You know, it was just—but it was— uh, just this desire to be around each other, and so I remember that i had I was going on a trip and I had forgotten my passport and uh, so I had to get a, a a new one made and the only place you could do that was in Chicago, which is where Patty was, and I was in ohio and uh, and so I flew into Chicago, and I think I had you know twenty four hours or something like that to where I would get the passport and um, and then have to return home. But I knew that I got to see Patty and I I had just been longing to be with her. We had both missed each other. And I remember uh, she was in a class and I remember uh, getting off of the L train and walking into the school and knowing that i was going to see her the feelings the excitement the joy the anticipation all of it was there i could not wait to see her i remember walking up the stairs and walking past her classroom and making eye contact with her and then seeing her for that first time i think it had been a couple months since we had seen each other and just there was this thing inside of me that said this is this is it this is it for the rest of our our lives this this longing to be together in in the good times and the bad times but this this desire, and we had an amazing time that day. That that day will go down for both of us as a very memorable day, just because we had been away, and now we were back together. And uh, I, as I was reading this passage this week and thinking about it, I and, and then thinking really about Patty being away this week, uh, just you know, just a desire to to. Be with her and missing her, and then this passage in psalms one o seven nine uh, I started thinking through it, and it says this: for he satisfies the longing soul and the hungry soul he fills with good things that there was this thought for me of just this longing like i I longed for my wife i I miss her, but in in the the kingdom of God, just missing uh, so many other things. And am I really longing for him? You know, do I long for my wife, but do I long for God? You know, so for he satisfies the longing soul. What am I longing for? You know, the hungry soul, he fills with good things. So, you know, maybe the question that I have, and maybe the question that you may be wrestling through is, what do you, what do you really long for? What are you longing for? Uh, do you ever wake up in the morning and do you ever just feel empty? You know, just feel empty. Like something's not right. Why do I feel so alone? Why do I feel like my purpose isn't fulfilled? There's a, a longing inside of us. There's something that's going on. It's both a negative thing and a positive thing. Um, there, the negative part is like this: so you've gotten there somehow. Somehow you've gotten into a place where you you feel all alone. Where where you you feel like you don't have value anymore, and I know what that feels like it's it's really hard and it's a it can bring depression uh, it can bring anxiety, it brings a lot of these things in us and but we sense like something's not right and i think for for you and I and a part of what this passage is helping us get to is, hey, maybe slow down for a minute and go, how did I get here?" You know what I mean? Like, how did I get to this place? What's missing? That My soul, okay? We are so much more uh, than skin and bones. We have a soul and that's really who we are. So how have we gotten into this place where we just kind of feel empty? That's a soul problem. There's something going on that's deeper in us that we uh, are missing out on. And uh, and so that's kind of a, a negative thing in some ways. How did I get here? Uh, this is not how I was created to feel. I was created with this longing. And so the other, the positive to that is then I now have a place to be filled up. If something is empty, if something feels like it it needs uh, filling, then that means that that's a great place to, for God to meet you. It's a perfect place for God to meet you in that feeling of alone, in that feeling of emptiness, in that feeling of uh, who am I? Where should I go? Because the promise in this passage is this, this is such a great promise. He'll, he'll satisfy you. He satisfies the longing soul. Like if you're in that place, that's not for you a place of guilt. That's a place of where he can meet you with a promise right that's not for you to feel like i uh, i uh, i'm 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 awful i'm ba- no, no 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 this is a place for him to meet you right now with his promise that he will satisfy you he will satisfy you and and so what i started to start thinking about as it relates to that is so often uh that we have filled ourselves up with the wrong things. That's how we keep coming to this place of not being satisfied is we're filling it up with all the wrong things. You know, hey, listen, What if I just become more successful, like if I just have more money, if I just have more love, I just need to find love. Some of you are just seeking after love, after love, after love. Right? More business, right? If I if I just move forward in business, more busyness, if I just keep being more busy and busying myself, more exercise. I'm just gonna go to the gym more and more and more. That's gonna that's gonna satisfy me. You know, more kids. Some of you are like, we just need if we have another kid, then that will satisfy. That'll help fill this hole inside of me. More dating, right? I'll just I'll just keep dating and dating and dating and dating. More school. I'm gonna get smarter and smarter. I'm gonna keep doing that and on and on and on on and on, but it's never enough, right? Like it's never enough. It never truly satisfies and it never was meant to satisfy you. Here's a, I I came to this epiphany a a while back. Um, I think I was reading a book by R.C. Sproul. Um, He's a a great reform teacher, but I, I, and I remember thinking, he was talking about putting God in his right place. And he was talking about, idols in our lives. And I started to realize that I love my wife more than I loved God. And I was like, I mean, it was like this, whoa, kind of feeling for me. Oh, my gosh. And I, I realized that I had put Patty in a place that God had never intended for her to be. Like I had put her in, in the wrong place. And that caused in me a a real reality shakeup. Like this is, this is gonna, this is a problem. I've got to deal with this. And so one of the things I've, I've just started working over, you know, the course of a decade over a decade is really going like this, Patty's the cherry on top. She's not the Sunday, you know, Patty, Patty is a gift from God. But so often we will make her more I'll make her more important than God Himself. No, He is the one who satisfies me. He is the only one that can fulfill that commitment, that promise. She can never truly satisfy me. That's why if I put her in that position, that, that's unfair. Right? If I put my job, that's unfair. If I put my bosses in that position, that's not fair if you if you put the people you're dating that's not fair if you put your friends that's not fair they were never meant to completely satisfy you they are simply a cherry on top of a on top of a sunday and god is the sunday a relationship with him is the thing because he's the one who will satisfy you and yet we continue we continue to try to fill ourselves up with all these other things and it's never enough You'll just move and we just move from thing to thing to thing to thing, right? And it's never enough. And and that's why he, uh, the psalmist moves and he says, listen, there's a hungry soul. But the, the bigger question is this, like, it, what am I hungry for, right? Have you ever thought about that? Have you ever thought about the fact that your soul is hungry? hungry. It's, it's absolutely hungry. It's wanting to be fed. The, the, the question is, what are you feeding it with? What are you feeding it with? Are you feeding it with that list of things I went through? Is that what you're feeding it with? Are you feeding it with the realities of heaven of who God is of his, him being the satisfaction? Are we filling it with that? you know, I had, I don't know if you've ever had these types of moments, but they were just kind of those, whoa, kind of God moments is, um, I'm, I'm surfing a couple of weeks ago and, um, I'm out in the ocean. First off, that's like one of my happy places. I just feel so near to the Lord out in the ocean. So I'm out there in the ocean and I'm surfing and there's lots of people out there. And, um, And all of a sudden, I see off in the distance. And so sets of waves are coming in. They're coming in, coming in. So usually you're like scoping out. You're trying to figure out where you want to be and what wave to take. And I saw these dolphins like playing in the ocean, like spinning and and flipping. And I could have cared less about surfing at that point. But it was like this really surreal moment where I felt so present with God. I felt like my soul was being fed and he was like, look at this show I'm putting on for you. I, know, I knew how that would make you happy, Jeff. And so I thought, I thought I'd put this little show on for you and everyone else. I, you know, I just know that you really love this. I really know that you love being in this ocean and in the waves today. And the weather was just perfect. And you're out here with your kids. And it was just this incredibly satisfying moment. I felt everything else in the world seemed to just pause for a moment. And all the worries, all the pains, all the the this's and that's. Just in that moment, I just felt so near and felt him so near to me. And uh, I wonder if you have had one of those moments. You know, are you filling your hungry soul uh, with the right things? Or are you continuing to fill it with all the wrong things? And they keep depleting you. You know, they keep making you waste away instead of actually satisfying you. And he's going like this. I want to satisfy you. Let my love satisfy you, not anybody else's. Let my joy satisfy you, not anything else. Let my, who I am, my nature, my person, let that satisfy you. Don't be satisfied by anything else because it will never truly satisfy you. I am the only one that can truly satisfy you. So find your satisfaction in me be filled to the brim with the resurrection power that Jesus has given to us as a result of his death and his resurrection. This is what he came to die for, was going like this. You're always going to be empty. And I'm the only one that can create this connection with God Almighty. So that you, you can boldly go before the throne of God, as it says in, in Hebrews 4. Like Jesus says, I'm going to make a way for you to really be satisfied. But are you hungry for the right things? Are you filling yourself up with the right things? Or are you filling yourself up with the wrong things? You know, Are you, are you filling yourselves up with the things of earth or the things of eternity? This is what he's um, inviting us into, and so that we will truly be full, so that he, he will fulfill his promise if we are faithful to, um, to live into the promise he's given to us, because only God will truly satisfy, it. which is why for so many of us, we're not satisfied, because we're, we're trying to satisfy ourselves through the things of um, this world. And uh, so the question is this, what is, what is your soul hungry for? what are you really hungry for? And what are you uh, feeding it? You know, what is your soul really hungry for? Confess that out to God and, and then start feeding it with the right things. But for so many of us, we're not feeding it with the right things. We're feeding it with the wrong things and we will never truly be satisfied. And he wants to satisfy you and I. So may you satisfy your soul as you surrender them to God Almighty. May we satisfy our souls as we surrender them to God Almighty. So take a breath, reflect, and believe that the God of the universe is near to you than your own heart. Until next time, cheers.